Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim, fill that out and that's it. Yeah, they found the answer to all the cheaters. It came out this past week that Call of Duty Vanguard the game. They're actually rolling out a big plan to get rid of all the cheaters. So what they say is that any cheaters playing Call of Duty Vanguard, they won't be able to see their opponents. They won't be able to hear their opponents. And as a matter of fact, yes, that includes any incoming bullets. Okay, that's all well and good. But I started thinking about this. If they can detect the cheaters... Why don't they just boot them out of the game in the first place? And speaking of Call of Duty, whenever I play with my friends, they actually call me 007. Like, I'm like this real James Bond. And I thought that was a good thing until they explained to me that 007 actually means, like, zero kills, zero assist, and seven deaths. Yes, I am that bad at Call of Duty. And you see, ladies and gentlemen, just an example of all the fun that we have here week after week as we talk about living the best digital life. Yes, it's America's largest show about all things digital, the most trusted show, and the most sourced show. And of course, it's called the Kim Commando Show because I'm America's beloved digital goddess, Kim Commando, here with you once again. And you can find the Kim Commando Show on over 425 top stations from coast to coast. And of course, for streaming in your favorite radio app and you can find us as a podcast and as a webcast streaming whenever you want 24 7 all three hours and commercial free over at getkim.com and a special thank you and salute goes out to all of our listeners on the american forces network radio over 375,000 american servicemen and women in 175 countries and i just love this 200 ships at sea get the kim commando show and i'm sure you have at least a few questions about something digital i can lend a hand to and that's why our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. All right, let's start with five things that you need to know about tech to keep you up to date. And I'm sure you've heard that Elon Musk has purchased Twitter. That's right. $44 billion later, the deal's done. And Elon Musk owns Twitter, and then he's been selling off some Tesla stock in order to come up with the money. And there's no doubt that the shareholders made a bundle. So what will an Elon Musk-owned Twitter really look like? Well, they're talking about some big changes, an open-sourced algorithm, longer tweets, and finally, oh, let the heavens rejoice, an edit button on Twitter. But really, the big deal is that Elon Musk believes in free speech. And as an example, he actually tweeted out this past week that when Twitter suspended the New York Post's Twitter account, you know, a major news publication, for publishing a truthful story about Hunter Biden, uh, the company had acted incredibly inappropriately. Also released this past week, and this number is just astounding to me. Listen to this. 99.4% of all Twitter employees donated to the Democratic Party. Wow. And I've been watching some of the news reports and some of these uh, Twitter employees, they are really crying big tears that Elon Musk is in charge. I don't know what we're going to do. I'm not going to be happy. Okay, babies. Uh, then there's also Robert Reich, Bill Clinton's former labor secretary. He was talking about Twitter, uh, one of the big news channels. And he actually said, for democracies like America to survive, you've got to have censorship. Hmm. I looked that up, by the way. I couldn't find that word anywhere near the First Amendment. Uh, meanwhile, number two, Facebook is more clueless than ever. Yes, in newly leaked internal documents reviewed by Motherboard, 
Uh, here's what they say, that the privacy engineers on Facebook's ad and business product team wrote that they have a really difficult time committing to privacy laws. Yeah, they do. Let's feel sorry for them, too. They say they don't have a way to keep track of all the data that they collect. Not only that, the worst part is they don't even know how the system uses the data in the first place. Yes, that's what it says. The document says their open border systems gather user data directly from Facebook and all kinds of third parties, and it's all mashed together, so no one knows where any of it really has come from. The metaphor that they used, pouring a bottle of ink into a lake and then trying to get the ink back in a bottle. Wow, this is something. And since these engineers can't say with any certainty what data came directly from Facebook, they have no way to follow any new laws or what the regulators are asking them to do. So Facebook's privacy team has a plan that would tag data. Oh, wow. Isn't that interesting? They are. They're going to tag the data as being created on Facebook to keep it separate from anything else. And what's scarier, that they have all your data or they don't know where it came from and they don't know how they're using it. Mm, thank you. Thank you, Facebook. Uh, number three, big tech is having problems again. How companies like Apple, Google, Meta, and Twitter have been tricked into turning over users' personal data through fake emergency requests that use that have been used to carry out financial fraud. Okay, that was all in a Bloomberg report last month. Now, a follow-up Bloomberg report that was released this past week says that some of these bad actors are using the same tactics to extort women and teens into sending them sexually explicit photos and videos. Here's how it's happening. These tech companies get these emergency data requests, typically from law enforcement agencies where there's some imminent dangers involved. Now, they're supposed to verify that these are genuine requests, but guess what? They're not really verifying a lot of anything. The information includes the person's name, their IP address, their email address, their home address. It's all the information someone would need to harass or intimidate potential victims. So enough of these fake emergency requests are being slipped through the cracks that now lawmakers are getting involved and saying, hey, what's going on? How do we stop this now? Meanwhile, Facebook is going, I don't know where the data's coming from. Oh, my gosh. Uh, number four. Would you believe that we're actually going to use this in a sentence, that you can invest in Bitcoin in your 401k? Wow, this is some big stuff. Uh, Fidelity is going to be the first one out. The financial services company said they're going to let certain people save at least a portion of the retirement fund in Bitcoin as long as their employer signs off on it. The option is supposed to come in a couple of months. This was all reported by the Wall Street Journal. They say employees can elect to save up to 20% of that fund in Bitcoin. Now, the first Fidelity client to adopt the new option is a business intelligence company by the name of MicroStrategy. Hmm. You might remember them. Yes, a company that had a history of problems with the Security Exchange Commission. Oh, nice. The Department of Labor is saying that saving for retirement using cryptos put those accounts in serious risk from issues like fraud, theft, and loss. Yeah, it does, you know, go the other way, too. Like the gardener who, who retired after investing in Bitcoin. You know what he's doing now? Not mulch. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I saw you laugh. Uh, number five, there's a glitch in the marriage. This is an unbelievable story. This is one of these things that you're going to want to talk about at dinner parties and on Zoom calls that will just make everybody look at you and go, what did you just say? And where did you hear this? And you can say, I heard it on the Kim Commando show. 
There's this 38-year-old guy from Japan, and he found love. He did. He found love in a really strange place. He found love with a hologram. That's right. And he married the hologram. It's apparently this thing that's a big thing that's happening, according to the New York Times. Uh, they're known as, and I am not making this up, they're known as fictosexuals. That's right. These are people who are officially, unofficially married to fictional characters. Okay. Now, in this guy's case, it's a holographic representation of a virtual pop star. So it's like, if you can imagine, it's like in this glass case, you know, that's maybe about two feet high and about maybe a foot around. There's this virtual pop star that's a hologram. Okay. And that's what this guy married. And it's a $1,300 device called a gate box, and it has AI built in and allows you to have chats with holographic versions of fictional characters. And this is what he fell in love with. This is what he married as a fictosexual. But the honeymoon is now over. One day, a few months ago, he came home from work. And his bride was not there. She, the hologram was gone. The whole thing was black. She was nowhere to be found. And all that came up on the screen, it said, network error. That's it. A network error. And they haven't. Oh, God, I'm getting worked up over this. They haven't spoken since. Uh, here's the problem. The startup that developed his quote-unquote wife said that it was a limited production model. He should have known that when he married her. And it's run its course. The holographic character has been discontinued. He says his love for her has not changed, has not. He still loves her. And to fill the void, he's having a life-size version of her created. No, not a hologram. He's learned his lesson. He's going to turn her into a doll. Yes, a sex doll. He's going to turn her into that. Wow. There are some really weird people in the world. <laughs> there are just, I just don't get it. What's that called again? A fictosexual. A fictosexual. Hmm. wonder if that uh, hologram, I wonder if she came like with a dowry or something like that. I mean, you know, there had to be something. Hey, coming up in just a few moments, a quick tip on how to save big money on that brand new iPhone or Galaxy. And of course, we are going to start all of your fantastic phone calls here on the Kim Commando Show. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 Once again, is the way to join us. And if you ever have a question for me, I'd love to read every single note, email that you send me. And the easiest place to do that is by heading over to commando.com. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. And on the right-hand side of the homepage, there's a link that says Email Kim. That's where the magic happens. And in just a few moments, a quick tip on how you can save some big money on your uh, new iPhone or Samsung Galaxy. And then coming up up still in this hour, we're going to be talking about password managers and some hidden uses and what are the best ones. And how about we start this hour with Tanya in Ventura, California. Hello there, Tanya. Glad to have you on board with us. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. What's going on? How do I get my photos back from Amazon Prime? Well, what happened? 
We use Amazon Prime uh, for photo backup, right? You put the app on your phone, take your pictures. If you lose your phone, your pictures are safe up in the cloud. Sure. And then I thought to myself, well, what happens if we decide to cancel Amazon Prime? What happens to our pictures? There's thousands and thousands of pictures out there. So I go on the website thinking there has to be a way to just download a copy. I'm going to put all these on a hard drive. And I, can, I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, maybe there's an Explorer view. What am I missing here? And you can download two or three. You can make a share link. But ju- I saw no way to just get them all. So I got on the chat with their IT help, and I said, hey, how do I get all of my pictures back? I just want, I want a copy of all of them for my own personal file. Oh, sorry, ma'am. There's no way to do that. You can only download them one at a time. And I thought that can't that no, can't be right. No, that's not. Right. So I no. did it again. I got back on the on the chat a second time. You know, another day when I had more time, and I got the same answer. So I, something something's not right. Please help me. Okay. <laughs> I don't know the please, answer. I please. hope you do. How many photos do you have up there? Do you think? Tens of thousands. Do you? Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, photos, videos, twenty years worth of. Oh, yeah. So you've got a lot, you know, and isn't that funny? Like, you, I mean, like, you know, if, if you were to tell me like 15 years ago, I have tens of thousands photo, I'd be like, are you just a crazy person? But now it's like, oh yeah, I totally get that. I mean, you know, why wouldn't you have 20,000 different photos of anything? Um, I might be a crazy person, but I am a crazy person with a lot of pictures. That's okay. That's all right. It's all good. Um, Just so everybody knows, we're all on the same page is that with your prime membership, you get five gigs for full resolution photos and videos and you get unlimited limited photo storage with Prime. Okay. Now, you can download specific albums and folders, and then you can also sync the entire library locally. What that means is that you're going to sync it to your uh, your drive, and then you down, mm-hmm. or you can download. There's two options. I'm going to give you uh, some steps on how to do this. Now, there okay. is a there is a caveat. The caveat is is that you need to have enough free space on the C drive for it to actually work. Okay. Okay. And the the app does not allow you to point that download or that sync anywhere else. Okay. So in oh, order, that was my next question. We can't point it to a different drive. No, it has to be you, the C drive. It has to be the C drive. And so okay. if you think about, you've got if you have ten thousand HD photos, ten thousand HD photos, you need at least thirty, maybe even fifty gigs. Yeah. On that C drive. And so maybe that's kind of what's happening is you don't have enough space. And then it's saying, well, you know, we're only going to allow you to do onesies, twosies. So check the C drive. You might have to move some stuff off of that and then move it back over to it. Um, but again, I'm going to put some step by steps for you. And those will be over at inside the commando community. That's commando.com slash community. And there we have the Q&A forum. And I'll go ahead and post all those steps over for you. And so that this way, Tanya. Hey, we're all crazy. We got tens of thousands of photos, but at least you're not sitting there saying, do I have to keep Prime or will I lose everything? Because that's not the case. And thank you so much. Still to come, we've got that tip about saving money on your Samsung or your iPhone. Oh, and also a great tip about smart tech that you're going to want to take camping. So, of course, you can get Wi-Fi there here on the Kim Commando Show. All right. I have a couple of tips to pass along before we go back to everybody's great phone calls today. But as promised, if you're looking to save some money on an iPhone or Galaxy, you may not necessarily need the latest and greatest. I mean, unless you're really into photography and you're taking a lot of videos, there's really not too much difference. Apple doesn't want you to know this between the iPhone 13 and 12. That's now almost two years old. 
You can pick up an iPhone 12 for around 700 bucks. You get an iPhone 11 for 500. If that's still out of the budget, look at refurbished phones. But you have to be careful. Always make sure that the refurb has a warranty. You can train it. Now, a lot of them don't come with a box. A lot of them don't come with charging cords. So the best place to check for a refurbished iPhone is over on Apple's website. They have a new battery shell, and they come with a one-year warranty. And if you're looking for a refurbed Samsung, you want to hit that site. All right, back to the phones we go with Mary in Des Moines, Iowa. Hello there, Mary. Hi, Kim. Welcome. It's a ple- it's a pleasure to speak with you. I'm oh. a longtime fan. Well, thank you, thank you. How can I help you out today? Well, I'm looking for some type of recommendation for a wired security system for an emergency shelter that I'm opening. Oh, wow. Aren't you so great? You, why did you want to come up with this, or how did you do this? Well, um, we are in an area where there are no shelters at all. The closest is like 100-some miles from here. And we have many women and children that are walking the streets, and we figured we needed to do something. So um, my nonprofit got together, and we are renovating an old building that we're going to try to open up as a, a women's and children's shelter. Wow. You know what? That's so wonderful, really. I'm proud well, of you, you for doing that. I mean, it's, you know, you're going to be helping so many people and so many generations, really, when you think about it, right? I mean, it's not just, yeah, it's... you know, it's like, let's try to break that cycle. Uh, and which I'm sure you'll be able to do. Um, so you say it's an old church. How big is the church? Um, I was figuring that out today. We had to figure that out. And it, right now this shelter is sitting at um, 16,230 square feet. So it's a wow. big building. It's three, sto- three stories. Wow. And then um, how many folks do you think you're going to be in there? By the time we're finished with this, we are going to be um, um, housing close to 75 to 100 clients and then do you have any do you have any cameras now well what we've been using is we've been using while we're renovating right now and what we've been using is the wireless um uh, nest cameras and we have had nothing but trouble with them Um, oh really why is that in and out yeah you know i don't know whether it's because we have don't have that great internet service in this area or maybe it's because um it's it's such a big area and I, I'm not real sure. It's, it's okay. just the, the right. cameras go in and out and in and out. Well, you know, that's that's typical, especially like if you have an older building and if the mm-hmm. Wi-Fi isn't the best in certain areas, which I'm sure mm-hmm. there's a lot of concrete and block construction and that could actually impair it. So you're probably looking at a wired solution. With especially when you're mm-hmm. looking at, at family safety and people's safety, is that we don't want mm-hmm. the the image to go in and out, right? <laughs> okay, and uh, and I'm sure you are looking at um, you know wanting to record it as well, right? Yes, yes. Okay, all right, absolutely. So, so go ahead. Uh, is is there a way also? You know, this is I don't know a lot about wired systems. And one thing I did like about the Nest was I was able to actually um, view the cameras remotely on my on my cell on my cell phone. Is that possible with a wired yes, system? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Uh, Good. There, there was a time, and you're super smart, Mary. There was a time when that was not possible. It was like, okay, if we went wired, you're kind of out of luck. 
but now the mm-hmm. wired systems, they come with apps and they allow you to see what's been recorded, do live views, and at most times uh, also have a conversation with the person who's on the other end of the camera as well from your phone. And so when you start looking at different makes and models is that, you know, with that size building, you know, wow, 16,000 square feet, uh, you know, one of the systems I'm thinking about, it's about $900. It comes with 16 cameras. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. And so you'll have to, I, without knowing the layout, you'll have to figure out where you can put those in public places. You know, this way you mm-hmm. have, well, you know, authority to record people. Different states have different laws. And, uh, and what I always recommend, too, is that especially in this type of environment is that you put a sign up in, you know, all around the building and where people enter in the building just to mm-hmm. say that um, – we are video recording 24-7 and say that the – and find the sign. If you can't find one, I have one in my yard, by the matter of fact, that mm-hmm. everything's being recorded and it's being recorded into the cloud off the property. Okay. Oh, okay. Because people tend to act differently when they know that they're going to be recorded. And they and mm-hmm. that and they don't have access to that video if they were to find a DVR. It's still going to be recorded. So there's a company by the name of Real Link. Don't write this down. I'll, I'm going to email you a link to this particular okay. product. Uh, but it has a three terabyte hard drive and it records 24 mm-hmm. seven. It does it in 4K, which gives you a lot of flexibility when you want to zoom in and actually get some details, like maybe a license plate mm-hmm. or something along those lines. Um, it mm-hmm. has. Speaking of it, has car detection, has people detection, and it is in 4K. Um, and they run like about, say, $850. And it also allows you to get remote access and playback. And so you have access to all the cameras remotely, no matter how many you mm-hmm. have. You can check in or whatever by using an app. And the app is available on both iOS and Android. And so, uh, you know, what I'd like to do, Mary, is uh, I'd like to, to send you this as my contribution to oh. your shelter. How about that? Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you so much. So and, much. That means so much to me. And so um, so we're going to get your name and address. And then can you do me a favor? Is after you get it all up and running, can you take a few pics for me? Absolutely. You bet I will. Because I'd like to see what it looks like and see how it's working for you. And like I said, it's Mm -hmm. about $850, $900. Uh, So I'm going to put you on hold, Mary, so that this way we get your full mailing address, the name of the organization, good things like that. And if you're just listening, you're like, why did Kim just give this woman a $900 camera assistant? Well, it's our random acts of kindness, folks. What that means is that I try to do one at least once a week is to help out somebody in need. And uh, if you think that, I don't know, you need a random act of kindness, go ahead and hit our website. Head over to commando.com with a K, of course. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. Uh, All right, let's see. Let's go ahead and do our privacy tip of the week. And this week is brought to you by Total AV. Now, you know by now you can't trust everything in the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. And Checkpoint Research recently discovered six antivirus apps spreading malware that takes over your phone and steals your banking details. So instead of just skimming reviews, yeah, we're all guilty of that and hoping for the best, check out my trusted pick. I did the research for complete device protection that's Total AV. Total AV has received the renowned VB100 award for detecting more than 99% of malware samples 
for the last three years in a row. And not only do you get protection from the latest threats, but TotalAV's AI-driven WebShield browser extension blocks dangerous websites automatically. Plus, you can cover up to five devices under a single plan. So whether you're on Windows, Mac, iOS, or Android, just install the easy-to-use app, and that's it. You're protected. Head over to protectwithkim.com today for an exclusive introductory rate of only $19 for the first year. That's over 85% off the regular under price. That's protectwithkim.com. Once again, protectwithkim.com. All right. This week's digital privacy tip is actually a follow-up to a call that we took on our last show. It was about a gentleman who had... <laughs> $107,000 worth of bitcoins stolen from his account because he hit a phishing scam and then he gets hit with malware and, you know, bad, but really $107,000. And then I was talking to Jeremy. He's one of our IT geniuses here at the Kim Commando Show. And he made up – he gave an interesting point that if this guy was using a password manager – then he could prevent phishing scams like this. And you're like, well, here's how. Well, when using a password manager, you can autofill your username and password, but it only works if you're on a site that matches the domain that you put in when you set up the login details. So if you end up at a site with a different domain, your password manager is not going to automatically put in your username and your password, which is so smart. So that's one reason why you should be using a password manager. You can also use it to hide private notes. Uh, we have an example of the notes that can be added in KeyPass over at commando.com. And, you know, bottom line is the password manager is much more secure to steer your thoughts, your personal thoughts in, say, Microsoft Word or a Google Doc. Uh, you can share passwords, so if there's somebody in your family members or friends and are like, hey, can I borrow this account? Then you can share a password that way. You can also securely store your credit card information in a password manager, so it's more than just passwords. And then you can autofill forms, and you can actually do a security checkup as well. So we have uh, links to some of our recommended uh, password managers in here, as well as you can learn more about this by heading over to commando.com. That's with a K, of course. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. And when you're there, hit the link at the top that says Kim's Show. And by the way, this is a great tip for you to share on social media with all your family members and friends, because you know what? They need to know about this stuff, too. All right. Still to come this hour, how to make sure you're not being tracked by Apple AirTags. In addition to that, some gear that you might want to take camping because, hey, maybe you still want Wi-Fi there here on the Kim Commando Show. All right, a couple of things I want to pass along. First of all, we have a new podcast. Yes, Kim Commando Today. That's where, yes, you can have me for 30, 35 minutes and all this transference of intellect and know-how comes directly from me into your brain because you're getting it as a podcast. So wherever you get your podcasts, make sure that you search for Commando with the K, of course, and sign up for Kim Commando Today. All right, just a quick tip before we go back to all of your phone calls. And we're talking about camping. Oh, don't you love to go camping? I do. You have the trees, the fresh, clean air, uh, the streams, and, you know, you're getting back to nature. I know what you're thinking, but, hey, how do I get online when I'm camping? Well, you know, you could consider your time in nature a digital detox, right? Just maybe turn off everything and not be so obsessed with posting things on Instagram and what's going on on Facebook and Fox News and CNN or whatever else that you're watching. Um, but maybe not. 
In that case, you want to check your carrier's coverage maps, and they have them all on their websites to see how many bars you can expect where you're going. Now, if you're not getting too many bars in too many places, you may be able to pick up some additional coverage by packing a cell phone booster. And then if you want to share the love and share your Wi-Fi, you're going to need a mobile hotspot. Now, if there's absolutely no coverage at all, a satellite phone works, but don't even think about using it for that. It's way too expensive. But you do need to think about your personal safety when you're in the wilderness. For this, I want you to pick up a GPS satellite. It's made by a company called Spot. It's about the size of a hockey puck, and it's wonderful. It lets you share your location, send text messages, and most importantly, there's an SOS button that will tell local emergency responders your exact longitude and latitude. And it's really amazing little piece of gadget. And so if you're looking to get online when you're camping, those are some happy ways to do it. Uh, let's see. Lisa in Spokane Valley, Washington. Hello there, Lisa. Hello. How are you? Fantastic. How can I help you out today? All right. I enjoy your show quite a bit. I was uh, listening to the one about the dirty, sweaty socks this morning. <laughs> oh, were you? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. I'm like, how can anybody do that? <laughs> and he's making money at it. I mean, this yeah. guy is making is making like $2,000 a month selling dirty, sweaty socks. I mean, there's, you know, I've said this already once already in the show. There are just a lot of <laughs> weird people in the world, you know? Well, there is, and I can't believe he wears them. <laughs> and then he sends them. And then, yeah, and then people want still want the steak, and so he has to mail them uh, in a yeah. Ziploc bag. Okay, and then and then he and then in all seriousness, he's in this interview that I watched with him. He's like, "Oh, you know, when business is so good, we're thinking about expanding." And what are you expanding into? <laughs> well, we're going to be selling dirty underwear. Okay, really, it's just oh. not good. <laughs> no, it's just you so, know, it's yeah. it's crazy. All right, so moving from dirty socks and underwear to <laughs> yes, <laughs> well, I have a smartphone. Um, I keep it on my nightstand, and the reason that I do that is um, I have my Ring security system on it that mm -hmm. alerts me at my other property if there's anybody you know breaking in or what have you um and i'm concerned about the electromagnetic waves and radio frequency of course um i've heard about the pouch that you put your phone into but i don't know if i do that if will it stop my ring from um working as far as letting me yes. know um, when somebody's at my property it will. it will okay yeah because uh, you know okay. I mean, basically what you're doing is when you put it in that pouch uh, you put it in a box, whatever you know, whatever you buy, is that it's gonna, mm -hmm. it's, it's turning off all those signals. Now, that's what I was afraid of. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, so it's it it's it's not like okay, we're gonna turn off all the signals except for just the ring doorbell. Okay, it doesn't yeah, quite exactly. It doesn't no, work it that way. It doesn't work that way. But you know, intuitive, but you know, but what yeah. you could do is you know, you put the phone, you know, don't put it next to your nightstand, put it in uh -huh. uh, another room. Okay. And then uh -huh. they, what kind of phone do you have? It's an um, iPhone. I think it's a 6 or so, yeah. Oh, I don't know if you have the latest, if you have the latest OS. I don't know if it's available to you. But the latest OS has something called Do Not Disturb. And okay. so with D, Do Not Disturb, it's fabulous, is that it will okay. silence everything, your bings, your bongs, <laughs> Anybody, and you can say, I only want to hear from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. Maybe I want to hear from my kid, and I want to hear from my ring doorbell. Okay. Okay. So if you're concerned about 
you know, having the radio act, like you said, and the frequencies and all that other good stuff that, you know, bad stuff yeah. that might be circling around your head is that these new features that are available as far as, you know, focus. Like, for example, I, I totally need to set this up. Okay. Because uh-huh. um, I was, you know, being personal now is that I'm Catholic. Okay. And I've been Catholic my whole life. And there's a new app out called Halo, and I've been trying it out. And so this morning I went for my walk just as the sun was rising, and I was doing the rosary. And as I'm doing the rosary, I get some text messages. I get another text message. get another. And so I'm like, I totally have to set it up. So what I'm going to do, so the next time I do this, I'm going to put on focus mode and only let – uh, maybe a texter from Ian through or Barry through and have nothing else bothering me. So while I'm, you know, doing the rosary and walking and, you know, just having a special time in the morning that you can do that. So if you aren't already using these modes on your iPhone, uh, it really, they're really fabulous. Just take some time. There's personal time, work time, like I said, focus and also do not disturb. Uh, thank you so much for your call today, Lisa. Coming right back, how to make sure you're not being tracked by Apple's AirTags here on the Kim Commando Show. All right, so a young woman found one in her jacket when she got home from a club one night. Another woman found three in her car. One was hidden in the wheel well. These are Apple's AirTags. They're about the size of a quarter. They can be used to track anything and anyone. If you have one and you have an iPhone, you get alerted when there's an unknown tracker near you. But if you're on Android, no such luck. You have to download the Apple Tracker Detect app. It's in the Google Play Store, and then it will search for Apple AirTags. But here's the deal you're not automatically alerted. You have to sit scan, and sometimes these scans can take several minutes. So, yeah, so uh, if you're concerned about Apple AirTag, you kind of need to get an iPhone to make sure that you can spot them automatically. And you want to stay right where you are. We have another jam-packed, fun-filled hour of the Kim Commando Show coming up here on the West Star Multimedia Network. You got me. It's Kim Commando today, and I'm here with you just the facts and tips you need to thrive in our digital world or as I like to say, to live the best digital life ever. 